Blog Talk Radio.
what we may not be today, which means that it is in us to be it once again. The greatness is in you. My name is Rodney Smith. I am in the air chair today, our post-Thanksgiving Day show, our Thanksgiving Day show titled, What Are You Thankful For? Some people celebrate Thanksgiving. Some people don't. It sort of falls into the line to some as Columbus Day. But I'm curious to know, do you celebrate it and how if you do? And if you do not, why not? What do you think about it? And what do you actually know about the holiday? What did they eat? Where was it? What actually happened that day? And how closely do we represent it today? Well, once again, my name is Rodney Smith, and this is Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live comes to you every Saturday afternoon, and we would love to hear from you by dialing 347-826-9600, 347-826-9600. Press option one to speak and chime in and let us know if you celebrate Thanksgiving, and if so, how? If not, why not? A little bit about Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live is a radio show featuring people and stories from our community in Las Vegas, the surrounding area, and someplace near you. America is the greatest country on earth due to its cultural diversity and not in spite of it. Our mission is to help bridge the cultural and ethnic divide in America by working together to build the greatest bridge in history to unite us. Some of the ways we do it is with programs like Our Own Voices Live. We also have Brother Thomas Berry, the unintended citizen with Ramp Radio, Brother Lee Vaughn coming on in the morning, 11 a.m. on the East Coast, with Real Radio, radio established to address life. And, of course, Our Own Voices Live was taken from Our Own Voices, the print digital magazine that tells the story of some people that you may know, maybe even your story, because after all, we are all history in progress. Uh, just to catch you up on a little news, as I said, Thanksgiving was this past Thursday, the fourth Thursday in every month. I don't know if you all knew it, but for a little while, Thanksgiving was moved up to the third Thursday uh, by Roosevelt to uh, give retailers a little more shopping time for Christmas. It didn't go over too well, so eventually changed it back to the fourth Thursday of the month. So a little trivia about Thanksgiving. And, you know, Thanksgiving, believe it or not, was this country's first religious holiday. Before it was a country, it was a way to celebrate the harvest, successful harvest, a harvest that the pilgrims had due to being taught by some native folks uh, of a couple of different tribes, one main tribe, many of you heard of Squanto, was a real person. But the interesting thing about Squanto is, do you know that he had been kidnapped and even had been to England and actually met the pilgrims speaking English? It's an amazing story. So they were, the pilgrims were coming to discover the land, and then the person that they meet, the native of the land, has already been to England and meets them speaking English. Now, just out of curiosity, if you went to a brand new place, 
you found that there were people there, so you knew that you did not discover the place because there was already someone there, right? That's the first thing. But what if you went there and not only did you find people there, but they spoke your language? Would you think something was a little odd? Would you still think that you were the one that discovered it? That's, that's a thought. That's a thought. So we know that, uh, you know, when we have Thanksgiving dinner, and, you know, please give me a call, 3478, because I want to know what do you all eat as your traditional Thanksgiving meal. Now, some people have turkey. Some people have Cornish hen. Some people have both. Some people have ham. Some people have uh, turkey. Some people have both. What do you have? Do you have cranberry sauce? Do you have it gelled, or do you have it in its more berry format, or do you make your own? Now, I like it any kind of way. So I was just kind of curious as to how do you celebrate Thanksgiving. Here's one. Do you celebrate Thanksgiving? We know Columbus Day it has become a controversial holiday because of the massacre by Columbus and those who came after him of the native population. We know that there was some issue with the pilgrims and with the natives uh, after a fairly short time. But yet, it's still a very popular holiday, one of our biggest holidays. It's called a family day. Well, isn't it odd that our family day is also a day that's based off of, well, death, uh, killing? But if you sort of rewind the clock a little bit, before those things happened, there was a relationship with natives on the land. So should we just focus on that part? Now, I'll tell you, I celebrate Thanksgiving. I celebrate Thanksgiving because it is a time for me to reflect on all that I have. Now, I know many people say, but you should give thanks every day of the week, and you're 1,000% correct. But I'll admit I don't always do it. And I like having a time set aside that I can reflect on the blessings and the things that I have the things, places I've been, things I've seen, people I've met, occasions I've experienced. And it sort of sometimes puts things in perspective. The holiday season, Thanksgiving, Christmas, is a time of celebrating and family and feasting. But it's also a time of great sorrow. A lot of people are alone or feel alone which might even be worse than actually being alone is when you're with somebody and feel like you're alone. You know, this is a time of depression. And we're a bunch of people out there trying to celebrate, and some folks are depressed. When I was in the military, this started a, a stage of the year where we were asked to pay particular attention to people who might be, act, whether they're acting depressed or suddenly euphoric, because that sudden euphoric feeling is usually after the person has made up their mind to end their life. So in this time of celebrating or not, but it is a season, a holiday, I hope that you all are looking out for your own feelings, but also looking out for the feelings of family and friends, coworkers, neighbors, people that you know. Are they acting any different? 
Are they normally fairly talkative and outgoing, but suddenly somewhat sheltered? Or maybe they're just the average Joe or Jane, and suddenly they've become euphoric outside of the norm. So it's something to also think is beyond us. And, you know, that's the other thing about Thanksgiving that I like, is not only do you get a chance to reflect on what you have, what you've been given, or what you've accomplished, but it's also to take it in in its entirety. Uh, here's something else that I'm going to give thanks for. And this, we just had an election after a very long and arduous election cycle still going on because the Electoral College hasn't voted yet. Plus, we know that Dr. Jill Stein from the Green Party has launched a recount campaign in Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania, and I believe North Carolina or one other state. So it's still being counted. But right now, uh, President-elect Trump is potentially our next president if everything goes as it has so far. Well, there's a lot of people who have been disappointed because they wanted the other candidate to win. So like half of the country is jubilant because of it, the other half isn't. But what I'm going to give thanks about is not necessarily because of who won, but I'm giving thanks that we had an election cycle without a shot being fired, without anyone dying. In other places in the world, changes of government are, are horrible times. Mass imprisonment, sometimes mass grave, turmoil, destruction. Civil war, not in America. Even when we disagree, we can go in the streets and protest and march and rally and hold different events, vigils. But ultimately, once all the votes are counted, the Electoral College cast their vote, we move on until the next election. And we get a chance to do it all over again. If we like the person, we keep them. If we don't, we get rid of them. That's sort of like our revolution, is our vote. When I hear people talking about revolution, but they say they don't vote, sometimes I want to say they missed the vote because the revolution already happened through an election day. Regardless of how you feel, because you have the right to vote or not, I am thankful that we do have the right to vote. And as an African-American, I am very thankful that I have the right to vote because when I was born in this country, it wasn't freely given to my people. So I'm thankful for that. I had a chance to participate in the process. There's some simple things that I'm thankful for, too. And, again, 347-826-9600, 347-826-9600. I really would like to know what some of you think about the holiday, if you celebrate it, if you do how, and if not, why not. And if you have any trivia facts to share, I would appreciate that, too came home. Actually, it was this morning. I came home to my house. And I came home driving my car. Now, some of you may say, Rodney, you're thankful for that. Actually, I am. Because I have a place to stay. If you haven't noticed, there's many people at intersections who may not have food to eat, and we see people at the underpass where that is their home. 
and I came home to a house climatically controlled even a nice warm clean bed a refrigerator packed full of food and yes I am thankful for it I'm thankful for my child heck when I was a child we didn't have running water and electricity I used to have to go on the porch to get water. Now I just go in the kitchen and open the tap. Or, of course, now we have filtered water through the refrigerating system and get water, cool water, clean water. You know, the majority of the people on the planet don't even have access to clean water. Thanks for that. And so, yeah, I celebrate the idea of the holiday. But I also am cognizant of the history of the holiday. So, once again, give us a call, 347-826-9600, press option 1 if you would like to chat with us and share if you celebrate the holiday, why and, and why not, and if you do, how do you do it? And we have a caller on the line. Good afternoon, caller. You're on Our Own Voices Live today. Our topic is, what are you thankful for? And I ask, do you celebrate the holiday or not? Why or why not? Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Uh, hello. Oh, you're on. Yes, sir. You are yeah. on. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, this is Tahuti Ade Fumi. Um, I uh, just stumbled onto your show, and I uh, uh, thank you for the privilege and the opportunity. Um, and um, it's great that you are doing what you're doing. And uh, we take advantage of these opportunities to uh, be able to uh, talk. Uh, worldwide. So, here I am. Yes. Well, I appreciate it. Where you hail from, brother? Uh, United States, um, the uh, uh, African village, uh, Oyitunji African village in uh, Sheldon, South Carolina. Oh, wow. South Carolina. All right. Well, tell me about, the, uh, I know you probably have a topic to say and feel free to do it, but after you do that, I would like to know a little bit about uh, a little more about where you where you are. What's life like there? Uh, actually, uh, this is the first, uh, the oldest uh, African village uh, in America uh, since slavery. Anyhow, of course, we had many African villages in America before slavery, but uh, since slavery, uh, my uncle uh, King Osagemen, I did for me the first. Uh, he built this. Uh, began to build this village in 1970. Uh, he uh, was ordained king of the Yoruba people. We're from the Yoruba culture, Nigeria. Uh, he was mm-hmm. ordained by the head king of the Yoruba people in Nigeria to be king over the Nigerian, um, excuse me, the Yoruba people here in America, which number uh, some three to four million. Uh, and the village has been here for 50 years now and counting. Uh, my uncle has passed away since 10 years now, and uh, my young cousin is uh, King Adefumi II, and he sits in the crown uh, in um, Oyutunji Village now and King of the Yoruba people in America. Um, well, so that welcome my family history. To the show. Uh, we thank you much. Um, we feel as though we belong, for sure. 
because the African people were here uh, on this continent many, many tens, hundreds of thousands of years before anyone else showed up. So uh, we feel perfectly uh, in our rights to uh, speak our peace and to be here. Uh, I I heard your question, do or do we not celebrate this um, Thanksgiving holiday? Of course, our, our family being of the Yoruba culture, which is one of the um, uh, old, uh, very old African culture, of course we do not. Uh, we practice uh, traditional African culture and holidays of our own even though we're here in America. Uh, But for those, um, I grew up here in America, in Detroit, Michigan. Um, All right. Yeah, I grew up uh, in a Christian church, actually. Um, I grew up in Christian church uh, in the younger years of my life. Um, And since uh, we have taken on to uh, chosen to be a part of our family's uh, ancestral culture. Um, so this is where we stand today. But as far as the celebrating of um, uh, this um, holiday, this Thanksgiving, uh, there's many issues, of course, and you cited some yourself. I've been listening. but uh, And I've been on several shows this weekend uh, this past week, uh, the talk of this topic, of course, most of the block talk shows talked about should we or should we not as black people, um, uh, as African people, should we partake uh, or any other people should be uh, partaking. So I, I first would like to start with um, uh, my family is also, uh, we have not only heritage, uh, in the African culture of the Yorubas, we also have heritage in the uh, Blackfoot Cherokee uh, heritage in our family from the South uh, Alabama. Uh, we also have um, family um, from the Georgia area, the uh, Creek Indians. But uh, what I'm just saying is we have uh, both the African side of our family, and then uh, just come from the continent of Africa, and then we have our side of our family that's been here for many thousands of years, as uh, they're called Native American. Um, I spoke much in my book uh, that I published a few years ago about this um, the black Indians, um, the Indians with uh, African heritage, and there are many. There were many, uh, and these are the ones that they always in the cowboy Indian pictures. Uh, as I grew up, I found out that the the bad Indians was always the black Indians. Of course, they didn't tell us these was the black Indians, the Apache, the uh, Sioux. The the ones who was always the Comanche, the ones who was always looked at as the back Indians, those were the black Indian tribes is what I learned later in years to research. Um, um, so I go from there to say uh, I have communications for much with um, 
Indian Native American uh, tribes, the the, uh, the black tribes and the red tribes. Um, I speak with both, and both uh, have the same opinion. They don't want no part of this Thanksgiving. And this, uh, we talked much on Facebook about this this past week. Uh, the problem being is, uh, yes, it might have been a brief moment there when the Native Americans um, invite the pilgrims in and they see to them, uh, and they might have a good dinner or two together. But that's this holiday evolved into something else. It evolved into a celebration of the genocide, the massacre of the Native American. Uh, um, And the Native American, we speak of these folks they call Indian today. Uh, They're not happy about the way this uh, holiday evolved because the Europeans used this day to celebrate his victory over the uh, massacre of Children and women from the Native well, Americans. So, do is that the when you when you say that they celebrate or we celebrate that is that what we're celebrating or is it actually a day of giving thanks? But in association with day with this day, those things happen. Uh, well, you're celebrating this Thanksgiving. Is the name given to it by the European? It's on the European calendar. You won't see right. Thanksgiving on the uh, uh, Native American calendar. You won't see Thanksgiving on the indigenous uh, African people of this country calendar. And that's another issue because um, the Native American is not celebrating this. Because, again, the Europeans used this holiday to celebrate massacring the Native American. But uh, from uh, our perspective, and we're not called by the Native Americans, so we identify as the uh, 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 indigenous African of this country. So uh, we are not even mentioned in the picture of Thanksgiving in the history book or nowhere else. They don't even mention the black people, period. We're just totally left out, and there's a reason for that, because as bad as the Native American was treated, these massacred and uh, indoctrinated and forced into the white folks' European schools and so forth, uh, the indigenous African was the story is even worse because so we fought hard. Before we, get, before we get to the indigenous Africans, and one of the things I want you to take a note of is our Facebook page is called Our Own Voices Live, and our event is posted there. So I'd love for you to uh, leave some comments there as well, and especially that way we can continue the conversation uh, beyond just this time that we have here. But uh, what I want to do is I want to get to is there a time of year that is okay for folks to give thanks for whatever it is that they that they have or accomplished. 
So in other words, if it wasn't on this day because of that event with the pilgrims and the natives who were here, is it would it be okay to have another day where the people of this nation gave thanks? Uh, um, in my personal opinion, uh, as you stated earlier in your show, every day to sit down with family at home is a day to give thanks. Uh, every time I put food or water, drink in my mouth, uh, I do not do so without first giving thanks. This is just part of African culture. Uh, in the way that we proceed about life. So, of course, there's always a time for giving thanks. The only problem with this thing labeled Thanksgiving European holiday because it's not, uh, it's not indigenous African holiday. It's not a Native American holiday. It's the European holiday that call for this holiday. So if you're going to sit down, on this and single out this particular day to celebrate. You're celebrating with them on this particular day. And what they're celebrating, the European is celebrating, is the genocide of the indigenous African and the Native American. And this is what the problem is. So let's say today is the day I decide to celebrate Thanksgiving. I'm giving thanks what I have. Okay. Would that then become all right from your frame of of thinking, a a day that we collectively, as one people that are American, that celebrate this? And one of the reasons why I'm asking this is I had the opportunity to attend the powwow this year. And at the powwow, at the very beginning, what caught my attention was the the elders marched out with an American flag, <laughs> and they paid respect to that flag. So, of mm-hmm. course, knowing some of the history, I I talked to them to ask them why. After you know, with Thanksgiving coming up and uh, Columbus Day, and the mm-hmm. response that I was given was they said, regardless of who is here, it is still their country. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. make any difference what the country is called. It's still their country. And Mm -hmm. it was not were given recognition to with the flag, but they said it was the idea of what America is supposed to be that they recognize. And I, I thought that that was a, it, it took me aback a little bit because I, was, I thought to myself, a group of people who have gone through the things that you mentioned still claim this country as their country and mm-hmm. who say don't, it doesn't make any difference what name it goes by, it's still there. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I sort of want to get your take on that. Uh, you know, um, this puts me to the mind of uh, this um, condition 
that they have identified as uh, uh, PTSS, post-traumatic slavery syndrome, uh, for the African people. Uh, I don't know what they might want to call it for the uh, Native American, but we see this much because um, even though, um, to give a parallel, even though Christianity, uh, if you study uh, ancient uh, African history, which I teach for many years now, um, you will see the Christianity uh, uh, form, this origin Christianity as we know today, uh, came from North Africa in uh, Christendom, and it evolved into Christianity uh, along the lines of Constantine the Great and so forth with the Conference of Nicaea and these things. And this is when they removed the Africa, the blackness from religion in the world, and they put white God in place. And you first hear of the name Jesus Christ, uh, 312 uh, A.D. Um, uh, Before that, you don't hear about uh, Christianity or Jesus Christ. Uh, but now, this um, Christianity practiced by the European uh, is, and has been used as weapon of uh, in slavery uh, for the African people to not practice any traditional African uh, religions, of course, and to eat, uh, feed their minds of this European form of Christianity. And if you read this book well, which I have, I attended seminary school, you see there many times uh, this book just totally out of character just breaks out and say, oh, slaves, be obedient to your slave master. Uh, just as it says many, many times, uh, the Jews will come first and then everybody else. Um, so I, I don't know what God will write these kind of things. I know my God wouldn't. But, um, okay, where I'm going with this is, um, this, even though we received this European form of Christianity out of slavery here in America, and even as bad as slavery was, no one can deny that for the African people here, uh, we still have a large majority of uh, black people, African people, that holds on to this religion. Okay, which tells you to serve your slave master happily is right there in their book. Okay, so the same thing for this uh, Native American is a state of mind because I explained to you why. Your women and children have been massacred. And as a man, you see you cannot outfight these people. You have no choice but to try to lay yourself down to save your women and children, okay? In this state of mind will continue and misunderstood by later generations, and they will wave that American flag, that red, white, and blue flag, because no Indian so, raised. You, you actually sparked the question, and uh, we're, we're coming to the end of our show, but I do want to get this in. And I do want to keep with the topic of giving thanks because we can give thanks for, at least I believe, like you say, you can give thanks every day. You can pick another day to give thanks. It 
doesn't seem that the issue with you is Thanksgiving per se, but the concern is on this particular occasion for it that yeah. you ha- have concerns about. Okay, granted. Yeah. But let's go back to this, and I, and that really is for a different show, but since you mentioned, I, I, I'll hit on it for a couple of minutes here. You mentioned that you're from the, is it Aruba tribe? Yeah, you, no, you're Yoruba. Yoruba. Okay. Yoruba culture. Gotcha. Now, my understanding, and and help me out, because you're probably more versed in it than I am, is that the tribes and villages and even empires in, in, uh, on the continent warred against one another. And Sometimes when they warred against one another, the whoever won, the other, the the loser, was brought into the tribe or the empire of the winner, and then the culture of the winner, the the victor, would be the dominant culture. The one who was defeated. It wasn't that their culture was always erased, but they were assimilated into whoever the victor. Is is that is that uh, your understanding as well? Well, first of all, uh, Africa uh, is um, a country of many nations. We had right. nations before the European ever appeared on the planet. I, I uh, got you, but with a nation, with a continent. So, of many right. countries and many empires, not just countries, but many empires. They were not right. always right. friendly to one another. Right. And tribes within uh, empire or tribes within a nation had conflict, just like yes. uh, brothers and sisters within a home, siblings within a home have conflict. Mm-hmm. Well, when okay. they conflicted to warring against one another, there was a winner and there was a loser. There was yeah. someone who had the upper hand, who had dominant, even dominion over the other. However, kind or not, that it is the fact that they had it. And yes. the, the, the there's a saying, uh, I think it's something about uh, spoils go to the victor or something. So yeah. We know that to be true. I guess what I'm trying to get to when we talk about PTSS is these wars have happened for eons on the continent. And one empire might be here this year, but sometime later on it may not be here. The empire that was there before it may longer be there because it was taken over. So these are things that have happened not just with European conquests of other lands, but it also happened within the continent of Africa with the many nations, many tribes within nations, and the empires, as well as on the continent that we live in today in the United States of America or the North American continent, there were various factions of Native Americans. Uh, you mentioned some of the five civilized tribes, uh, the, the Cherokee, the Creek, 
the Choctaw, the uh, Seminole, well, right? And, the and not you off, but why did they call these the most civilized ones? These were the black tribes. The ones that they called the red tribes, they called the savages. The Africans okay. brought civilization everywhere they went. No, the mongoloid type, the mongoloid type, uh, Native American, were uh, not of the civilized culture so much as the African uh, okay, tribes. Okay, but that yeah. doesn't change the that doesn't change the the point though. And the point is that whether we're talking about the continent of Africa or the continent of mm-hmm. North America, there has always been warring factions or conflicts. Services, uh, where right. there's been a victor and there's been a loser, and typically right. the victor, the, the loser, is becomes a part of the victor and is assimilated most of the time. It may not right. be totally; they may be allowed to keep some of their own, but ultimately their their function is to assimilate into the victor. Now, when we say okay. that PTSS is a thing that specifically impacts African-Americans, then is it just African-Americans by Europeans, or is it Native Americans by Native Americans for eons on end, and is it Africans, the oldest people, for eons on end where they've conquered one another? Okay, let me help you with this, uh, if I can, please. Um, uh, yes, forms of slavery have existed. Uh, uh, even with, uh, as far as we can go back in history, forms of slavery uh, have existed, even in Kemet, uh, Egypt, uh, when the north and uh, south of Egypt separated and the wars come and uh, the first dynastic periods be, uh, came about because this uh, uh, north defeated the south in uh, Egypt, and, and, and then even later years, like you say, uh, even though the North was uh, won early, uh, later years, the South even, the Nubians even came into control in Egypt at some point from the South. Okay, all these things happened. But the difference with this European is they conduct a form of slavery that the planet has never seen. Okay. You, uh, like you say, uh, you lose and you become a part of the family. Or it might have been two families fighting against each other, already family. And just one gets to rule now because they win, okay? They didn't change anything about the other one that they defeated, except for we just get to rule. We didn't change anything about you. But this is where the difference in the European enslavement come about. The Europeans... Forced uh, a form of slavery that the world didn't know nothing about. You don't talk your language no more. You don't practice your culture no more. You don't practice your religion. You lose your God. You are treated as non-human. See, the world has never seen this type of form of slavery before. The European enacted, and this is the difference. Okay, like you say, even in America. Before the um, European got here, uh, the Mongoloid, uh, Native American, they had issues with the indigenous African, the Olmecs, 
the Wichita, all these other different ones, they had, you know, problems, but they live amongst each other. Sometimes some win over others, rule over others, but it's not this type of slavery that the Europeans brought. Okay, this um, that uh, the word I look for, um, this uh, decimation, this total destruction of a human life. You're going to treat this human being as less than an animal. See, we had not seen this type of uh, uh, slavery and this type of action from the conqueror, the one who had won before. And then we see this from the European over and over and over again. Um, so, so this is something that different and caused this condition that we call so PTSS. I, I, I do want to, I have to interrupt you because we're running out of time, but I do, I do want to point this out. Oh, when we say that Africans in America were treated in a way that was never seen before. You know, it's when we look at history of the continent and of that region, one of the things that we find out is that Africans were enslaved by Arabians. And we also find out through history that Arabians have sold Africans to the Europeans because the Arabians enslaved North Africa. As a matter of fact, the religion of Arabians is now a dominant religion in North Africa because the Arabians did not allow the Africans to practice their native religion, nor speak their native language. As a matter of fact, the Arabians castrated the male children of Africans so that they could not procreate. And then the Arabian men would take the African women, and it actually happens in Africa today uh, with uh, some tribes, at at least a few, that they would rape and purposely impregnate the African women so that they would no longer be African but would be Arabian and totally change their people. When we talk about the brutality of European slave trade, that, that European slave trade came about because largely to do with Arabians who raided Africa and who began to dominate Africa and even to this day. So what, I would, what I'm going to ask you to do, brother, because you bring forth some interesting concepts that I would like to explore further, but I have to cut the show a little early today uh, because it is a uh, holiday season and a good brother of mine is getting married. For some of us. <laughs> he asked me if I would come and join him at his wedding. So unfortunately, I won't be able to make it till two o'clock. But I do want you to go to and any all the other listeners. And for those of you who I wasn't able to bring on the show, I just thought that this brother had something interesting to say uh, in reference to Thanksgiving. But also, it went a little beyond that. So thank you all for bearing with us today. So please, everyone, go to our own voices live on Facebook. And for those of you who have Facebook, and hopefully most of you do, and like our page, go to this particular event on Our Own Voices Live, and drop us a line on, one, do you celebrate Thanksgiving? And if you do, how? Uh, If you have a trivia fact, we'd love to hear it. And if you don't celebrate it, uh, why? We'd love to hear uh, 
why. And if you have any comments to the discussion today, and it's pro or con or just in general, I would love to hear whatever that it is that you have to say, whether you leave us a video message there or just an old-fashioned uh, type post. I would love to hear it. And, brother, I hope that you will go to the page that you will uh, drop some of your knowledge there and maybe help spark some conversation so we can delve into these things a little deeper. Plus, I think it's very important for folks to know who you are, your people, who your people are, and the lifestyle that you all live uh, back east. Uh, most definitely, most definitely. And can I ask before you go, uh, where are you? Where are you from? Where is this show coming from? Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, very good, very good. Okay, so we would definitely uh, come to your Facebook page, and um, I appreciate your time, and we talk again soon. Thank you, brother. Thank you for sharing and blessing. Something else that I give thanks for is. Uh, this brother giving us a call today and sharing his heritage with us. How many of you knew that his people even existed and where they were located? Uh, this is a great opportunity to broaden your knowledge of Native people from a different perspective and how Native people interrelated. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity. And once again, brother, thank you so much for sharing. Okay, I thank you for your time. Peace and blessings. Yes, sir. Blessings to you. Well, everyone, uh, I know we normally go to 2 o'clock, but as I mentioned, I'm actually running a little late, and I want to make it to this brother's wedding because, you know, to find a woman, for a man to find a woman, it says it's a good thing. And I would say that the power of a man is when he has a good woman because the things that a man will achieve, you know, we talked about empires and, and villages and tribes. Well, you know, a lot of times those empires weren't built just because a man felt like building one. Sometimes it was built to show respect for his bride. Sometimes it was built to get a bride uh, or many brides, depending on where you were. So a woman, to have a good woman, if nothing else, just a, it's another set of eyes. It's possibly another perspective that you didn't consider. That's a woman. You know, there's a story of a lion and a lioness. And the lion is being attacked. And it's being attacked by multiple other creatures. I believe they were hyenas. And the lion and the lioness stood their ground. And the lion being much bigger than the lioness, the lioness sort of shrunk under the lion. And people says, oh, wow, she's so frail. Look how she's hiding under the male for protection. Well, the truth of the story was, yes, she was under the male for protection, but maybe more important, it was to augment each other's strength. It was also that she could look at some things and he could look at the other, that he could fight, but she had her eyes out where the next threat was coming from. That was the strength of the unity between the lion and the lioness. I say that is the strength of our people is for the man and the woman to come together and look after each other, watch over each other, protect one another, and most importantly, to augment one another. Well, 
my brother today is going to jump the broom because he found him a good woman that he is willing to say that he will provide for her for the rest of her life, not the rest of his life, but for the rest of her life, which means even after he is departed, if he should leave this earthly plane first, he still has set it up to provide for his bride. Now, there is power in that. I hope that you all receive the message that I was trying to transfer to you, telling you the story of my friend who has found a good thing in a woman and that he's asked me, he's honored me to witness the ceremony of them joining from two into one. Well, brother, once again, thank you so much for listening to our show. Thank everyone for listening to Our Own Voices Live. I am Rodney Smith in the air chair today on behalf of my co-host, Mrs. Angela Thomas, who's spending some family time. Thank you also for listening to our show. Look for us again next week, 1230 next Saturday. That's 1230 on the West Coast. That's 330 for our East Coast listeners, especially our folks in the D, that's Detroit, and the rest of our East Coast listeners. Also go to Our Own Voices Live and join the page and leave us a comment about today's show. Let us know how do you celebrate Thanksgiving if you do. And if you do, how you do it. If you don't, why you do not. And if it's okay to have a substitute, we'd love to hear that. Brother, peace, blessings, safety, security, and may you not thirst and may you not hunger. Until the next time we meet, I bid you adieu. Bye-bye, everyone.